Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 85. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we get a question and we examine it and look to see what the Scripture says so that you can have a better understanding about what it is to be a follower of Jesus Christ or have an understanding about how to answer somebody who has a question about Christianity. So each week we bring this question to you and hope to give you some enlightenment that you wouldn't necessarily get from a weekly message from in your church or a weekly message or a Bible study, or even a Sunday school lesson. So that's what we're going to do this morning. Today, we're going to look at a question that really has relevance to you and I as followers of Jesus Christ, as believers. And so here's the question. What does it mean to truly follow Christ? What does it mean to truly follow Christ? And you're probably wondering, well, gosh, George, I already know what that means. Well, you might be surprised because a lot of our thinking is actually influenced by the Christian culture that we have here in North America. And so let's talk about it together. What does it mean to truly follow Christ? So what we're going to do as we approach this is, is we're going to look really at the issue today. Why, why would this even be an issue Everybody should know what it means to follow Christ. You're actually going to be quite shocked to find out that many people really don't know. And then what we're going to see is Jesus's call to follow him. We're going to examine what exactly did Jesus say and how that helps us to understand what it means to follow Christ. So let's talk about the issue of why this is something that we really need to wrestle with. First of all, you would seem to think that most people have an understanding of what it means to follow Christ. But actually, it's actually quite sad to say that in our churches today, when you talk to people about being a Christian or being a follower of Jesus, and you say to them, what does that mean to you, and what does it mean to be a good follower of Jesus? Usually what they would say is, well, it means that I go to church, it means that I read my Bible, it means that I pray, and they don't really have an answer beyond that. And part of that has to do with our Christian culture today in North America, where we've kind of downplayed commitment, we've emphasized forgiveness, and we've emphasized coming to Jesus and finding forgiveness, but we've downplayed the commitment issue because we don't really want to stress the people that there is a cost to discipleship. In fact, actually what's being communicated out there is what Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, 
the cost of discipleship so many years ago, at least 70 years ago now, said to us is that is that we have embraced a doctrine of cheap grace. Cheap grace, that is, a following Jesus with no cost to my life at all. So you can be involved in whatever it is that you're involved in, so long as you embrace Jesus, you're okay. But that's not actually what the Scripture says. If you look at the Scripture, in fact, if you look at the words of Jesus in the Gospel, he communicates very clearly to us what it means to be a follower of Christ. In fact, when you look at his words, you might actually be shocked and find, whoa, they're actually hard words. They're actually words that I don't know if I can embrace them. In fact, if that's your thought, you're in good company because there are a lot of people in the Gospels who were mentioned who first enthusiastically followed Jesus, but when they really got down to the nitty-gritty of what he said, they turned around and left because they thought his words were hard and there was no way that they could embrace them. So let's just look at one passage today. We're just going to look at one passage from the Gospels where Jesus specifically talks about this issue of following him, and we're going to go to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, and we're going to focus in particular on verse 23. Verse 23. Notice what he says there. And he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself take up his cross daily, and follow me. If you go on a little bit further, look at what it also says. Verse 24, whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. Okay, so what we're going to see here is that Jesus is specifically telling us some things about what it means to follow him, what it means to follow him. Okay, so I'm going to break it down into uh four specific things that he's saying here in verse 23 that really talk about the whole issue of following him. What does it truly mean to follow him? The first one is almost like, well, yeah, of course. Isn't that what we all experience? Well, think about what he's saying here. He's saying, first of all, the first one is a desire to follow him. An evidence of a true follower of Jesus Christ, to truly follow him, is that that person is going to experience in his life a strong desire to want to do what Jesus would have him to do. Now, you notice what I said. An evidence of a true follower of Christ is that that person has a strong desire to do what Jesus wants him to do, to follow Christ. 
And if there's no evidence of that, then friends, I'm telling you, there's no evidence that that person is a believer. We've got many people who can go around and say, well, I was baptized and I prayed this prayer, but they continue on living like they've always lived, continue on in their sin with no thought or no concern about what Jesus wants. I'm going to tell you right now, if there's no desire to follow Christ, they're not a follower of Jesus. So if you're going to truly follow Jesus, first of all, there has to be and evidence in your life of a desire to follow him. That's what Jesus said. If anyone desires to come after me. All right. The second thing he says that needs to be evident in your life, if you truly want to follow him, is is that you need to deny yourself. Deny yourself. He emphasizes that fact in verse 24 and 25. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? So what we're talking about here in denying oneself is is that if I'm truly following him, I'm going to put Jesus first in my life. I'm not going to pursue the things that I want. I'm going to pursue what Jesus wants for my life. So I'm going to be actively seeking out the things that Christ wants for my life. All right, so first there has to be a desire to follow him. Second of all, he says that I need to deny myself. I'm going to put Jesus first. The third one is where it really gets difficult. Notice what he says. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, here it is, and take up his cross daily. Take up his cross daily. Now, folks, when he says that, he's not talking about wearing a piece of jewelry. That's what we do today, isn't it? We we get a piece of jewelry or we tattoo our arms with a cross, a Celtic cross or something. That's not what he's talking about here. In Jesus' day, they understood completely what he meant when he talked about taking up your cross because they lived in a day when people were being crucified by the Romans. You could go down the road and see on the side of the road someone who had been crucified by the Romans in judgment because of some penalty of something that they've done or simply because they were on the wrong side of an issue. Crucifixion was a form of execution. And so you talk about dying to yourself. So when it talks about taking up his cross, here's what I want you to see. When I'm following Jesus, I don't just have to have a desire. I don't just deny myself that has put him first. I am willingly taking up the life that he has set before me, which, by the way, folks, is a life where I endure suffering here because I have a hope later. I take up my cross. I take up the life that he has laid out before me, which oftentimes is not the life that we think it's going to be because it's filled with hardships and suffering. In fact, think about it for a moment. Let's go back to Jesus's parable of the sower. Remember, some received the word with gladness, but what? The cares of this world choked it out. Or 
a fiery trial came and what scorched it. Those things are what distract us from following Christ. But if I take up my cross, if I endure in this world, then I'm truly following him. That brings up the fourth thing now. Let's look again at what he says here, verse 23. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and what? And follow me. The fourth thing is, is you follow him. What does that mean? You do what Jesus tells you to do. You don't do what some preacher tells you to do. Oftentimes, preachers will preach their preferences. What you do is what the scripture tells you to do, what Jesus tells you to do, what the Holy Spirit reveals to you as Jesus showing you what to do in life. All right, so here's what you need. If you're going to truly follow Jesus, and this is where I think we need to be reminded in our culture today, where we've got this cheap grace that's going on, is number one, that I have to have a desire to follow him if I'm truly following him. Number two, I have to deny myself. That is, I put Jesus first. Number three, I take up my cross. I endure the life that he has set before me. I endure the way because he told me I'm going to suffer, but my hope is in something else. And then number four, I'm going to follow him. That is, I'm going to do what he says I should do. Well, here's the problem, folks. For a lot of us who are truly believers, we understand that, we embrace it, and we go on. But there are some who receive the word initially, but... But when they hear what Christianity and the Christian life truly demands, if we're going to truly follow Christ, they're like the folks in the Gospel of John who heard Jesus say, you need to eat of my flesh or drink of my blood. And they're like, whoa, this is a little bit more than I want. And they turn away disappointed and they leave. That's the reality. This is where you truly separate those from those who truly want to believe and follow Christ and those who don't want to follow Christ. It's when you have to come to the place of, number one, do I desire to follow him? Am I going to deny myself, put him first? Am I going to take up my cross, endure this life of suffering that I am until I go to be with him? Am I going to do what Jesus tells me to do? That's what it means to truly follow Jesus. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and a Christian life. So each week we put these podcasts together. Now you might be listening and you say, well, you know, George, I've been listening, but I've got some questions that you're not hitting on. How do I get them to you? Well, there are several ways that you could let us know what your question is. You can message us through Facebook. First of all, if you go to facebook.com slash Finding Clarity Podcast, we would encourage you to like our page, but you can also direct message us through the page with your question, and we'll look at it and see if we can answer it here on the podcast. You can also contact us through our webpage. If you go to our webpage at CorbinsvilleChristian.org, You can go to the contact page there. There's a form there that you can fill out, and you can submit your question to us that way as a means of being able to present us with a question that we can ask. You can also keep up with the podcast on the very same website by simply going to the media page, 
clicking on Finding Clarity Podcast there, seeing our archives as well as our current episodes there on the podcast. If you attend the service here at Kerwinsville Christian Church, you can always write down the question, throw it in the offering plate, the guys will get it to me, or you can come and talk to me about it and say, hey, George, I have this question. Can you wrestle with it on the podcast and tell me what the answer is? By the way, if you don't have a church home and you live in the Kerwinsville Clearfield area, we would encourage you to attend a service here. Our services start at 1045 on Sunday morning. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania, and we would look forward to you coming and learning about Christ and being a part of our services. Next week, we're going to wrestle with another question that has to do with the Christian life. And next week, the question has to do with the whole issue of legalism. Now, legalism is a trap that you and I can easily fall into. You say, well, I don't go to a legalistic church. Well, you don't have to go to a legalistic church to fall into the trap of legalism. So we're going to look at this question next week. Here's the question. How can I avoid falling into the trap of legalism? How can I avoid falling into the trap of legalism? Until next week, take care.